Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Real quick, before you do anything else, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Now, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com. Plus, you got Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. This is dominating the headlines. And no, I'm not talking about the Super Bowl and how the Chiefs had the referees in their pocket, allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway, yeah, congrats to the Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl. I don't care anymore, okay? I've tried to get over it. But what what I'm talking is about is when you look up right now, when you go outside and look up in the sky, you, as of right now, if you went out there, there is more hope in your mind that you are going to see something that's not supposed to be there. Rewind a week ago, nah, you look up, you're expecting to see the moon, the sun, an airplane, clouds, shit like that, a bird. Now, UFOs, UFOs, <laughs> you're looking for some UFOs. And it's bizarre that we're at this state. Now, I'm going to real quick go over the timeline of events, and then we're going to discuss them and what it could mean. Now, on Twitter, yesterday I put up a Twitter poll. As of right now, I said, what are these in regards to the UFOs? 32.9% says spies. It's some other countries spying on us. That's what's going on. 31.9% are saying, hey, it's aliens. It's extraterrestrial life. Well, spying on us. (laughs) Basically, it was another form of spies. And then 35.2% are saying it's nerds with drones. All of these are possibilities. And maybe there's another option that we'll get to later that that I didn't think of until this morning. We'll get to that here in a second. But let's go through that timeline of this just bizarre world that we're living in right now. Shit's already weird in in this day and age. Now we got shit in the sky that's being shot down by military forces. Let's go back to the first event. That's the spy balloon. We've talked about this before as it happened last week. The balloon entered Alaskan airspace on January 28th. The Pentagon confirmed this, okay? And they said it drifted from Idaho, and went southeast to the Carolinas before it was officially shot down on February 4th off the coast of South Carolina. So again, this thing was hovering right around uh, 60 to 65,000 feet. And due to visual confirmation, it was indeed a balloon. Now, the Pentagon says it was a Chinese spy balloon, whereas China says no, no. It was a civilian craft designed to monitor weather systems. Either way, whatever it was, when we gathered the data and figure out what, what's on the data, doesn't matter. Right now, it's shot down, okay? It's somewhere over the Atlantic, and they're recovering that shit. Now, fast forward to February 10th. This is the second event. We're now in Alaska. A U.S. fighter jet brought down an unidentified object over the waters of Alaska. The object broke into pieces after being shot down and was most likely not a balloon, according to a Defense Department official. The White House official officially said, that's a lot of official, (laughs) said 
The object was the size of a small car. So basically, somebody looked up in the sky and they're like, oh, shit, a Geo Metro. <laughs> that ain't supposed to be there. And then, you know, they, they rush the jets over there. They shoot it down. Now, they're still gathering the, the information on this, all the debris, trying to figure it, figure it out. But they do know that the object was headed from Alaska towards the North Pole before it was shot down. Incident number three, February 11th. We're in Canada now. An F-22 fighter jet downed another object on Saturday over the Yukon Territory, which borders Alaska. The object, which Canadian officials described as a cylindrical and smaller than a spy balloon, was picked up on radar late Friday as it passed over Alaska. They're not sure what the object was, but Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada said it violated Canadian, Canadian airspace. Incident number four, Jesus, February 12th, we're in Lake Huron now. An object first appeared over Montana on Saturday, then it reappeared on Sunday before being, sh uh, being shot down over Lake Huron off Michigan. The object was flying at 20,000 feet, and it was like the shape of an octagon with strings hanging off, but no discernible payload official said so that to me sounds like like a balloon i mean when you say strings are hanging off of it now the national security official said on sunday they discounted the possibility that the object shot down over the weekend might have extraterrestrial origins however general glenn d van herk i'm probably saying that wrong but it's fun to say herk van herk the commander of the Air Force's Northern Command said during a news conference, I haven't ruled out anything at this point. Like I said, it, it's just chaotic. All of a sudden, this shit happens. Now, allegedly, China had to scramble their jets as well as over their territories. They uh, apparently had a UFO as well, and they... I, I haven't heard if they officially shot it down or what, but they at least scrambled their jets trying to go after it. What the fuck is this shit? The more you think about it, especially when they say that it was, it was, uh, what did they say the shape was? But either way, the, the fact that it had strings hang, hanging off of it and it was like an octagon structure. I mean, that to me, that sounds like a balloon of some sort, another type of balloon. But who knows? Honestly, who fucking knows? Especially when you're in a jet and you're doing a quick flyby and you're doing a quick evaluation of what you're seeing. Those things don't go slow as far as the jets go. So they got to do a quick evaluation and be like, okay, I think I saw that. Now, th these men and women are highly trained, but still, there's a lot of error that can go into that uh, for evaluation. So who knows? Who knows officially what they saw? Now, what's interesting is if you want to lean on the side of extraterrestrial life. I saw this, uh, Jeremy Corbell. He's, he's a, a big name when it comes to the studies of paranormal, especially when it comes to alien life forms. And he does not mind going out in public and saying, you guys are fucking bullshitting us as far as the, the U.S. government and military. 
because he he's just got huge balls and he'll go out there and, and say what he believes to be true. And he has a lot of people, allegedly, according to him, giving him information that's classified. Hey, you're not supposed to see this, but somebody needs to see it. And they give him shit and be like, tell me this isn't a problem. And then he goes out and voices what he is being told to be true. I, I have no reason to think that he's lying. Now, not too long ago, he was on Joe Rogan. And they had a conversation. Now, Jeremy reposted this clip of the interview because it was very relevant to what was going on. Now, obviously, when he's discussing this, this was way before this weekend and all this shit happened. So here's Jeremy talking with Joe Rogan about what happens when military forces interact with unknown objects. Over active war zones right now, there is such an increased frequency of what they call UAP or UFO that they have these rules whether or not they fire upon them. And people got so mad at me for saying publicly on the news that we do fire at UAP, UFOs, because we fucking do. But why we do is not what people think. So when you have an active war zone, specifically the area of the world that I'm talking about in the Middle East, anything within 27 to 30 miles of ground troops gets fired upon. That's it. But I was exposed to documents that tell me a little bit more precisely how you choose what to fire upon. And what you fire upon is anything that appears that it could have a payload. Really? Yeah, because it would be a threat. What do they do with like the cubes surrounded by this, these spheres? Fucking nothing because they don't look like they have a payload, so they disregard, they're not part of the mission. So my point in saying that, kind of on the news, I don't need to prove to anybody it's true. It is true. I, am, I speak with people that are there right now. It is true, and there's been such an increased frequency since 2021 that it has been pushed up to kind of like critical, where they're like, okay, these things are in our airspace, we could have collisions, but more importantly, like we see other countries firing on these, Russia, Syria. We know it's not their assets. So the question is, whose are these? So when you say firing at these, so hellfire missiles, right? So you have this thing and yeah. what shape are these ones that have payloads? Okay. Well, that's, that's, what's crazy. So I, I do, I have images of one that we fired on and for Can you show us the image, um, I'll show you. I'll show okay. you. Yeah. Show me right now. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. But I think I think you can't it's, show it publicly. yet? I don't know because it, it comes from because it comes from a document I probably shouldn't have seen. But it, you know, people send things to me in ways that I can look at them. So okay. Anyway, let's talk about that later. So okay, it looks so this, like this. Looks like a fucking jellyfish, man. Like a jellyfish. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, you know, it's stiff, but that you know about the size of like a big coffee table. That's the one at least that we've that we've fired on recently. Big coffee, like this desk, maybe. Yeah. About okay. 10 to 12 feet. And then it looks... Domed. And then it has like... So, and they're not all like this, but this is the one we're talking about that I know was recently fired upon. And what do they think it's made out of? See, that's the whole thing, man. Is it like metallic? That, that's the whole thing. There's no retrieval program that's known in, in these war zones. So even if they did hit something, like, first of all, would they be able to take it down, whatever it is, right? right. And by the way, we're eliminating that these are balloons, you know, drug smugglers who mm -hmm. use balloons and shit like that. Th these, are, these are objects that uh, have controlled flight. So, 
you know, back in the day with the Foo Fighters, this is not a new phenomenon, right? Back in the, the day with the Foo Fighters. People need to understand that it's not just a band. The Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man. Uh, so World War II, you know, you had these both sides of the war, you know, all sides seeing these metallic spheres outpacing their planes. And they're like, oh, fuck, they're up to something. They got some cool technology. Problem is we find out both sides think it's, you know, the other sides. Right. This has been happening for so long. I have an article. We can pull this up. I got an article from 1960. Talks about a, a cube with a, with, a loom, with a sphere around it. A fighter pilot, military fighter pilot, for four days, they were getting these. It was in the Alamogordo newspaper. So I'm just saying that this that's, is not... Is that New Mexico? Yeah, Alamogordo. Yeah, it's, I think that's you know an interesting area. Yeah. And so these Foo Fighters, yeah. the, these uh, was were both sides reporting the same yes. like sort of formations and the same speed. We, we thought it was their technology, right? They thought it was ours. What's happening right now in the Middle East with the same UFO, thing? Yeah, because we're seeing Russians and Syrians fire on these, and we're sometimes firing on them. But whose are they? When you say we're seeing, so is this we're like seeing. reports from soldiers that you're getting? Like yeah. where, where are you getting this information? Okay, so people that work in these, um, people that work in collecting this data are a little bit frustrated. And why, you know, that's why I want to become unnecessary. Why do they come to me, right? And I think they're, they're frustrated that they, don't, that they don't have a way to put it up through the chain of command. That, they, mm. that it gets lost in translation. Or they just suppress it. They don't even spend, I don't even think it's nefarious. They just don't spend the gas to go look at something that doesn't, it's not part of the mission. Right. There's no proactive UFO kind of like discovery process. It's all kind of reactive. It's very interesting. Some stuff from Jeremy Corbell on the Joe Rogan experience and expect Jeremy to go deep into this stuff. I, I believe today he has a podcast and he's going to be talking about all this craziness that's going on in the United States as well as the world. So it makes you wonder what the heck is going on. Now, I will say this. I will add this information. And allegedly, allegedly, the pilots of the U.S. Air Force F-35 fighters that sent were sent to intercept the mystery object over Alaska on Friday say that whatever it was had been, quote-unquote, interfering with the sensors on their aircraft before they shot it down. Now, that's allegedly. I haven't seen that official quote from an actual air, air person. So, I mean, it's allegedly out there. Uh, well, it is out there, but is it 100%? I don't know, because you're getting conflicting reports saying, well, no, there's nothing like that going on. Now, here's the problem that, the, that we live in is... Society will take information and, well, especially now, it's just so easy to add our own two cents and just play it off as reality. I could say, I could say on this podcast right now that they, that before they shot it down, that the, the, the air person, whoever was sh uh, shooting the missile, made eye contact with an alien being on, on the craft. I could say that. It's not true. But if I were to say that convincingly and say, I've been told, I have been told by sources close to me that this happened, and eventually it would spread. It would eventually spread that, oh, did they saw that the, the crash site, that they saw that there was a body, but it didn't look like a human. 
You could say that and it will spread like wildfire. Doesn't have to be true. So all this shit doesn't have to be true. But for the most part, a lot of people are are believing it to be like like with this alleged comment saying that it was interfering with the sensors on the aircraft. I mean, you don't have to believe that. I'm not going to believe that as of right now. I'm just passing along the information. Because I, I, I don't want to jump onto that because I don't want to go head first into saying, guys, this is extraterrestrial life. They're coming for us. We're fucked. We're already shooting down their shit. Remember the clusterfuck of madness? It's here. We're the we we didn't even give them a chance to speak. We just shot them down. <laughs> and that that goes along with my theory that we will fuck it up no matter what. And if this is indeed extraterrestrial life, we've already taken the first shot. And we took another shot. And another shot. And who know, knows how many others that we don't know about. Okay? So, is it aliens? Is it another country spying on us and maybe other countries? I don't know. Or, or is it a distraction? Interesting. A distraction from what? We'll get that side of the conversation coming up next. But, hey, you just saw it. The big championship game was yesterday. And you know what? There's no better place to make a wager on your favorite sports than Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best menu of prop bets in the business. Plus, check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. With over three decades of odds-making experience in Las Vegas, there's no better place to wager than Superbook Sports. You could win some money and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app today. Go ahead and do that. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, they have an incredible selection of wine, beer, and spirits. And they also deliver, and they also give you the option for curbside pickup. That's awesome. You got to check that out. What you need to do as well is, if you get the time, Stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself amazing selection. Like I said, you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Go ahead. Get ready. Get ready for your favorite event, whatever it is. Graduation parties are right around the corner. Stock up. Get ready. Go to TotalBev.com. It's Total Beverage. Everything you need and more. Guys, we need to talk about sex. I know it gets uncomfortable, but that's fine. You want to be at your best, right? 2023, that's the year. This is the year to maximize your performance in the bedroom. Remember this website, BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in a chewable tablet and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them any time of the day or night, so you can plan ahead, or you can just have it ready to go whenever the opportunity comes about. So sign up at BlueChew.com, talk with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you're going to receive a prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue, Chew is, Blue Chew's tablets are made in the United States and prepared and shipped directly to your door in a very discreet package, which is nice. 
Guys, Blue Chew. Men everywhere are excited to see the postman. Like I said, it comes in a discreet package, and you're just all giddy because guess what he's delivering you? Guess what the postman is delivering you? He's delivering you an exciting new package. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex, so discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it, then do it. And check this out. We got a special deal just for my listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use promo code DeHuff at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping, which is awesome. So that's BlueChew.com, promo code DeHuff to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for details and important safety information. Hey, thanks so much to BlueChew for uh, being a great sponsor of this podcast. All right, so we're talking about what these objects in the sky are and what the hell is the U.S. military shooting down? Balloons, spy, gadgets, aliens. We don't know. But what else could it be? Could it be as simple and yet as elaborate as a dis- a distraction? Yeah, it could. It could. Everything I know about governments, not just the United States, but governments in general, is, yeah, it could be a distraction. From what and why? Well, there's a couple big things going on right now that are kind of getting pushed back from the headlines. They're there, but they're not getting as much publicity as they should be. First, documents containing the list of people associated with Jeffrey Epstein will be made public any day now, any day. So big-time names are going to be on this list. We already know that. We just don't know who they are. A lot of rich and very powerful people don't want that list to be released. So what bigger distraction than a potential battle with extraterrestrial life or battle with China or some other big nation? I know it sounds far-fetched, when you really stop and think about it, is it? No, no, it's not. Like I said, it's rich and powerful people that will go to any length to defend their name and to defend their fortune and to defend their thrones. It's crazy. It's a disgusting thing to think about just in general, that whole Epstein list. So it's going to be fascinating yet disgusting to find out who's on that list and to see what what ripple effect that has once it's officially released. People will be losing jobs. People will be stepping down from high-ranking positions. Some people, you'll be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's a creep. But it, it, it's that's a possibility. Not saying it that's officially it, but I'm saying that is a possibility. Now, the other big thing going on right now is a train derailed in Palestine, Ohio. It was carrying chemicals, vinyl chloride, which is a it's very flammable, very hazardous. Now, I can't do it justice talking about any of this stuff, but there's a guy on tick uh, i know it's on tiktok but he's a really intelligent individual he's a engineer and stuff like that his name is nick drome he goes into very big details of what exactly is going on now i pulled his latest 
video. If you want to follow him on TikTok, this is the way that news people should be reporting it, is he's giving a lot of great information, and he's digging deep, and he understands what he's talking about. So that's why I said it's better for you to hear from him than from me. Now, he, he's on TikTok as Nick, N-I-C-K, last name Drome, D-R-O-M. So let's listen to Nick. Today, we got definitive evidence that the fire at the Norfolk Southern Rail Line in East Palestine, Ohio, was a bigger deal than they said. At last Wednesday's press conference with the governor, a reporter asked what chemicals were of concern, and this is what the representative from the railroad said. Obviously, the vinyl chloride that, you know, vinyl chloride. we had to vent and burn, and then uh, a little bit of lube oil, non-has lube oil, a little and bit. the butyl acrylate that is what uh, a lot of what we're uh, gathering so today, the 12th, four days later, the EPA released the manifest sent to them yesterday from Norfolk Southern Railroad. This document can be downloaded directly from the EPA's website from the link in my bio. I brought up this non-haz lube oil before because just because it's non-hazardous doesn't mean that it's okay to spill it into the ground. So he said a little bit. Well, their train manifests here says they lost almost two full loads. These classes of train cars can carry up to 30,000 gallons. I have another video posted right before this that went into more things that were listed on this list but never previously mentioned. So we know that there have been tens of thousands of gallons of petroleum oil spilled. The question is, how much of it burned? We also know that they've been using back trucks and skimmers to collect more material, but how much have they caught? One gallon of petroleum oil can pollute up to one million gallons of water. It's gonna be really important for us to find out exactly what those petroleum oils were. Because most petroleum oils have additives added to them that modify certain characteristics of the product. There are tons of different chemicals that are used for this purpose, but some of them are those forever chemicals, PFAS, that you've heard about. They don't break down in nature, and they can be harmful to humans even in very small amounts. It can cause developmental issues, immune issues, cancer. What this document shows us is there's kind of three levels to this disaster. There was the initial fire, the intentional fire to prevent the explosion of the vinyl chloride tanks, then an oil spill. Thank you so much to Nick Drom with that. Again, if you want to follow him on TikTok, just go to Nick Drom, D-R-O-M. And he does a great job of breaking this stuff down. Like he's, he's talking way over my head, but I at least somewhat understand what he's talking about. And really, to be honest, it is a huge problem that's going on up in Ohio. And we're, it's not getting as much publicity as it should. You had the Super Bowl this past week. You got the UFO situation going on in the United States. So it, it, it kind of took back seat and it's starting to come out a little bit more. But really what's going on there is you got a lot of chemicals that have been released into the air. You got a lot of chemicals that are making their way into the groundwater. And that's going to be a long-term issue that could have horrible effects on the individuals in that area and beyond. Let's be honest. We, we ha- kind of have that here in Colorado. There is a lot of Stories going on about the the shit that used to go on at Rocky Flats, the old nuclear plant out here in Colorado. And I've heard plenty of stories where, uh, let me just say this, I would never buy property out in the Rocky Flats area. That's all. And I'm talking from, as somebody that has spoke to multiple individuals that used to work out there. Just not a good idea. Not a good idea. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm not going to go into details, and I'm not going to say anybody's names. Okay? K K. But here's the thing. It's a big issue going on out there. 
Now, why would they go through the UFOs to uh, hide this problem? Ah, part of me, part of me says most likely it's a bigger issue than that this guy Nick is discovering. I imagine as the time goes on and the more digging that goes on is we're going to find out more and more shit that was on that train that is causing problems and is going to cause problems. But would that justify doing all this elaborate, quote unquote, hoaxes with the UFOs and shooting shit down? I don't. For this one, I don't. For the Epstein list, I see that more as a a, a possible scenario than this one i know a lot it's popular on twitter right now and other social media forums be like you guys are talking about ufos but this shit's going on in ohio and they're like it's a distraction i don't see the the reason for the ufos is because of the uh the ohio situation i could be wrong but that being said they're benefiting from it because it is a shit show out there and the fact that people are being allowed back into their homes in there is, is scary. And how shitty for those people, like if I lived there and I'm like sitting there thinking, evaluating the situation, and let's say you own a home out there, and it's like, I don't want to live here because of the potential uh, health threats. Good luck trying to sell your home now. You can't sell your fucking home if you live out there. If you do, you're fucking lucky as shit. Then go play the lotto. Because who the fuck would want to buy a place out there now? Because there's a lot of fucking chemicals in those in the ground. There's a lot of chemicals that got burnt up and that went into the atmosphere. And there's just a lot of shit going on out there that we just don't know about. That being said, like like I said before, I don't see those connected to the the UFOs. <laughs> I don't see that. But I do see that with the whole Epstein thing. I I could totally see the rich and powerful dickheads of, of this world that are on that Epstein list going, I don't want I don't want my name out there. And if it does get out there, I I, I want that, you know, kind of taking a back seat to, you know extraterrestrial battle zone that's going on. That's how we'll get rid of it. And I know that seems far-fetched too. I don't know what the fuck these things are that we're shooting down. The more you listen to it, I mean, you're going to get conflicting reports, but with the one report saying that it, that it, it had strings hanging off of it, it sounds like another fucking balloon. If we're just shit, sitting there shooting down balloons, that's one thing. But if there's some that that they can't figure out what the fuck they are, that's a problem. And going back to Jeremy Corbell, when he's talking about how allegedly that he's talking to these people, and again, like, I don't have any reason to disbelieve him, but when he's talking to these people saying that they're they're constantly shooting at things that they can't identify, and they see that the enemy is shooting at those same things as well, that's room for concern. Because we're all shooting at the same thing, and we don't, like, hey, no, I thought this was yours. No, I thought it was yours. No. Fuck. What the fuck are we doing? It's chaotic. I imagine 
within the next couple of weeks, well, one, we're going to have the Epstein list come out, and that's going to be shocking. And it's like I said before, I, I don't know what the ripple effects are going to be of that because it depends who's on the fucking list. And imagine that there's going to be at least one or two on that list where you're just going to go, holy fuck, are you serious? That's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what else we find about this train derailment in Ohio. Are there going to be more chemicals that, that they admit that is, is going on? By the way, they arrested one of the journalists that was covering the incident in, in Ohio. And that's just a bad look. <laughs> okay. Now, allegedly, they were trying to close off the area and he wouldn't leave. And they just had him arrested for trespassing. Bad look, guys. You, you're trying to make it look like you're not doing anything wrong, but you, then you get the the reporter arrested. Now, that being said, I know a lot of reporters. I don't know this individual at all. Zero. But a lot of reporters are very pushy because they have to be. You have to be in order to get that inside scoop. And most likely, they were being very pushy, trying to get the information out to the public so the public could be safe. So I'm kind of mixed on this. Yeah, he was probably being a dick trying to get the information that needed to be released. But the way they took it was, dude, you need to get out of here. This isn't a safe area. Get the fuck out. Then he refuses to leave. Then they arrest him. Bad look. Bad fucking look. Have him removed, but don't get him arrested. Because now it looks like you're covering shit up. Because probably you are. And here's the thing when it comes to stuff like this with them allegedly covering shit up or slowly releasing information. If you this is what I tell my kids all the time. If you don't want to get in trouble, don't break the rules. Okay? You're less likely to get in trouble that way. So in this situation, don't break the rules, don't fucking lie, and guess what? you're less likely to get in trouble, right? I don't know what the fuck is going on with these, these things that we're shooting down. I would be very annoyed if come to find out it was things that have been there floating around all along and they are indeed weather-related things that are just out there, you know, evaluating weather patterns and shit like that. We're just oblivious to it till now as as dumb as that sounds that that, that could be a possibility <laughs> you know it could be a possibility <laughs> you're like oh i that's what those are <laughs> shoot them down shoot them shoot them i don't i don't know let me know your thoughts to huff on censor gmail.com is there a conspiracy going on because that's kind of what a lot of people are thinking with this whole Epstein and then the, this Ohio Ohio train derailment. Is there something else I'm missing? I don't know. It's just craziness right now. What the fuck are you going to see when you go outside and look up in the sky? Yes, you got birds. You got clouds. You got the moon. You got the sun. What the fuck else are you going to see? I don't want to see no damn alien waving back at me. I don't have a weapon. I will throw rocks at them. <laughs> Could you imagine? You see a UFO and it's close enough. And if you have a football in your hand, you know you're going to want to throw it at it, right? 
baseball, rock, anything. It would just be too hard not to go, I just want to throw it. And then <laughs> then you get interviewed later, be like, okay, Mr. DeHuff, please explain to us what happened right before the alien craft decided to incinerate the uh, entire two blocks uh, surrounding you. Well, I saw it. I looked up and I said, I think I could hit that. And I picked up a rock and I threw it <laughs> and I hit it. I hit it. This arm of mine is still good. <laughs> you fucking douche. Well, anyway, let me know what your thoughts on all these stories. We'll get back into some silly humor tomorrow on the uh, on the podcast. If you want to reach out to the podcast, whether it's to share a story uh, or thoughts or whatever you want to do, go ahead to huffoncensor.gmail.com. You can always find me on social media at Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends, please. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Go to bluechew.com and see what Blue Chew can do for you. Don't forget to use that promo code DeHuff. Also, Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Always a great place to go to watch your favorite sports. And Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. Just an amazing place to get your drink on. Well, you have to buy it and then drink at home. But anyway... It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. Let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.